your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. Hello, everybody. Welcome to an evening with Mike Curtin from Scattershot Exotics. <laughs> It's so so classy. Whenever we get Mike yeah. on, it has to be an evening. Everybody else is just yeah. on the show. For Mike, yeah. it's an evening. It's an yeah. evening. You know, yes. it's an We're evening spending with the Mike evening Kirk. together. <laughs> Sounds like a Seinfeld episode. Hello, the <laughs> evening. Did you, tonight. Did, you, did you hit the wrong button again? Because isn't that the old mm-hmm. intro? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, man. Crap. <laughs> I was going to stay professional and not mention it, but since you brought it up. Uh, no, 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 never. We are never <laughs> yeah. professional here. It's like uh, in my contract. Very, very, yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, it's the non-professional clause. Um, Damn right. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> so we're going to have Mike jump on here in a couple minutes. And, uh, yeah, we're going to – we haven't talked to Mike in uh, maybe a couple years. And uh, – Figured it was yeah. time for the uh, for Mike to come back. Um, it seems like he's kind of pumped as of late. Like he's got the, the 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 bug, man. He's like adding different projects. And I know when we were at Southeast Carpet Fest, he was like <clears throat> he had um, Scott Borden on the phone buying things in the auction and stuff. I think he got no Rhino Rats is one of the things. But yeah, we have uh, to talk about that because he's been. Um, I got my rhino rats from Buddy at your house at Northeast Carpet Fest, and he literally, like, examined them for, like, 20 minutes because I'm like, yeah, dude, I got rhino rats. He goes, really? I'm like, they're here. He goes, may I see them? I'm like, yeah. So he was – and then since then, he's been all about them. Like, and he bu- he busted out these, like, librarian glasses to put on to look at him. I'm like, what the hell's happening? So it was, like, uh. it was great. <laughs> Dude, I have the same glasses now. I have to wear glasses. Oh my to god! Read. What can't... the hell? <laughs> I can't see shit without glasses. Pi- like reading. I was showing pictures. Up. I was showing pictures on my phone to Jason Balin this weekend at, at at Hamburg, and he had to put on glasses and hold the phone real far away. I'm like, what the hell is everyone getting old on me? Jesus. Yeah, man. They say once you hit like 40, man, the shit just starts breaking, and you know, I'm at well, thank be. Forty-four, so you know. Oh damn! Yeah, I'm Thank past God my, I have past my expiration date. I have several years before I get there. I mean, Christ. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. So uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So you had uh, what do you call it this weekend? Uh, Hamburg. Hamburg. How was that? Yeah, it was a massive sea of people. It was packed. It was packed to the point of. Um, there were like, I'm sitting, I'm standing at my table. I'm trying to talk to people and they're three freaking people deep. Um, no one was moving. It was very difficult to do anything. It was one of the largest February shows I've ever seen in February. Notoriously for Hamburg is the big show. People get their tax returns. People decide people have been cause Hamburg takes a break between, uh, they do a very early December show and then there's nothing all throughout December and then there's nothing in January. So okay. it, it's like it's the first show back. So people might have stocked up on food in December and rid out uh, December and, and January. And now they need feeders or cages or animals or they had got Christmas money and they were waiting for this show. So February is the big show. Um, and everybody did pretty well. I think uh, everybody did OK, uh, uh-huh. better than normal. Um, and then there were a few people who did freaking fantastic. Um, but it was a good show. I walked around and I, I saw a few things that kind of caught my eye. 
but I ran swiftly away from them because of Australia and other things. So, um, <laughs> what caught your eye? I'm just curious. Ma- mangrove snakes. I don't know why, but I kind of want to dabble in those. And I know I'm, I've said that there are now, um, they're rear fang. There's those yellow and black ones. Um, yep. My dad had those. Yep. I, I know. It's, yeah. They're so cool. And the Xanthic ones are even like cooler looking because it's like this kind of Wait, bluish white ones? stripe. Yeah. They're like, it's a bluish wow. white stripe instead of a yellow one. Huh. And I'm saying this because I know that like tomorrow I'll get an email from Rob that's like three pages long about how these things can kill me and I shouldn't touch them. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> every time I want a rear fang snake, he's all, all in my business about trying to keep me we alive. We just don't want to see you die, very man. frustrating. <laughs> it's frustrating as hell. I'll die when yeah. I want to, you know, right. Jesus. Um, but it, it was, it was awesome. And there was, uh, uh, there was a bunch of cool stuff. There was, um, aside from those, there were, of course, the venomous stuff, which you always like kind of really kind of cool to look at from a very, very far away distance. There were captive uh-huh. born and bred, uh, blonde Madagascan hognose, um, that were there, huh. which was no awesome. Chef. Yeah. Okay. I found out that they're eating, uh, knolls and stuff, and I had these horrible Vietnam flashbacks of the Dominican red mountain boas, and I'm like, <laughs> never again. So right. if the guy had been like, they're eating mice. I've been like, yes, but I'm like, he's like knolls. I'm like, nope. So you know, um, so that was cool. Uh, I was I, actually where I was set up. I was across from Matt, uh, uh, splitting a table with Andrew. So I was balling up uh, paper towels and throwing them at Matt constantly uh, during the show. Just, just throwing them. Um, and, oh, you're gonna pay uh, for that? <laughs> no, dude. He, we, it was so funny. He would. We get there, and he's unpacking, and I, he and I are talking, and he opens up one of his containers, and a blood like is staring right at him. And I'm like, "What the hell happened?" I'm like, "Dude, Matt, do you ever lock your displays?" And he's like, "No, I locked it. Apparently, this thing flexed so much it broke the display." Wait, what? It broke yeah, the display? This, it, it popped the door open, and it was just sitting there. And he's like, ah, I'll glue it back together. I'm like, what Was it hell? a baby? An adult? No, what was it, was it? A, it was a yearling. It was like, you know, he's got the... Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, when you look at my, it's like the, the tears, it's like the three ones. He's got yeah. some of the ones that like, yeah, one of those guys. But even then, it just flexed hard enough that it just, it literally popped the seam on the acrylic because the lock was still locked and atta- intact. But the the where the acrylic connects to the bottom was burst open. Oh wow! How yeah. about that? He can fix he can fix it if he gets some like acrylic cement or whatever or epoxy or some shit. But I'm okay. like, damn, blood suck. <laughs> it's like you know, like, <laughs> you're breaking the nice things. Like you know, God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sure tells. Exactly. Then uh, Joe and Melissa showed up. They were at uh, Matt's table as well. Um, and, uh, they were, uh, Melissa was critiquing my customer skills and I'm like, have you listened to the show? This is how I am. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're bad, giving bad customer service or something or what? Apparently what I, I don't know. Oh, it's like, oh, okay. You know, it's right. at the end of the day when people are like, I'm looking for jungles. I'm like, they ain't here. Go over there. It's like, you know, <laughs> she's like, how rude. And I gave him an answer. Go over there. Well, we were talking before the show started, and I'm yep. sure, you know, when we get Mike on, I'm sure he's experienced this. But, um, uh, like, you know, I think one of the most frustrating things being on the breeder side of things is that, you know, you have an animal available, 
and yes. they go and choose to buy it somewhere else because it's either a cheaper or whatever. Right. But yeah. then want you to answer all their questions see, uh, since it, it, since the breeder won't do it. And I, I'm well, sort see, of on the, the fence is, all the time with this, you know. I'm not because, dude, that's part of it. You've chosen this animal. You chose to buy this animal. And with this animal comes this. And if right. you are okay with that, by all means. Now you've chosen to buy an animal from me. My animal comes with this. And my email. And my text messages. And I will respond. And I will talk to you. And I will deal with this. And I'll help you. You know, I will cut you off because I, I, I can't spoon feed you through your eight years worth of breeding like you know eventually i'm going to be like dude you know what you're talking about you got it but if you're having an issue with feeding of course i'll talk you through it now if you don't think that the animal is worth that then by all means go buy from that guy but don't email me after you purchased it from someone else and especially if you don't know like anything about the animal like if you now want me to answer all the questions that I would have answered like at the show with you showing interest in the animal. It's, you know, one of the first questions is like, have you ever kept any carpet or Morelia before? And if they say, yeah. And they tell me how many they got, I don't need to go any further. You're good. You got it. Right. But if they say no, then I'm going to talk to them about it some more. So yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm, it's just programmed in my head just because of like where what I my job is a lot customer service oriented. But you know, Sony brings something back, and it was not from our store. You know, typically mm-hmm. they'll turn them away. But I, I take the I usually joke with them and say, "Well, you can return it here. That's fine." But here's the deal. Going forward, you shop with me and never with them again. <laughs> Hope okay. you learned your lesson. You know what I mean? So, like, if somebody's I, bringing I, something back and it's from like another supermarket, yeah, you know, that's how I approach that. But okay. I don't know well, if you can uh, really do that with snakes. <laughs> probably not, because I'm going to yeah. return a caramel to you now, and I want credit. So uh, <laughs> you didn't produce the caramel. You have nothing oh. to do with the caramel. But now uh, I'm going to. I want credit. <laughs> Is that what we're at? Is, is that what we're doing now? For you, yeah, you can keep the caramel. Damn right, and I'll that's give you right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but no, it's like it's the problem is the frustration that comes through is is that you know. And here's the thing: I, I've had people who will go and buy a snake another table and then bring it back to show me. And nine times out of ten, I don't have a problem with that because you're really excited about it and you're really excited yeah. about carpet pythons. And this one, like uh, the, the the Oak Show. Some guy came up and he was talking to me, talking to me, talking to me, and he was really into jungles. And I don't have that many jungles. He went over to Pedro's table, and Pedro had some freaking phenomenal zebras. And he bought a zebra, and he came running back to show me. And I'm like, dude, that thing is awesome. That's going to be a hot animal. Like, that's cool. Like, that's great. And he bought it from somebody I like. (laughs) Like, I like Pedro. So, okay. It's fine. (laughs) You know, it's – but I've also had the person who then doesn't like my prices – goes and buys an animal at a cheaper table and then wants to come to show me that he got a cheaper animal at another table, kind of be like, look, I got this. It's like, okay, fuck you, buddy. It's like, you know, it's, <laughs> <that's> just, <laughs> okay. like, there's a difference between those things. Like, you know, I understand yes. it, there's, there's passion and then there's just wanting to 
get it for as cheap as you possibly can. So yeah, I got no yeah. problems. Like, you know, I constantly, people were asking me like the guy who asked me about where to find jungles. I pointed him. I'm like, Howard's over there. Even though I think Howard had left by then I'm like Kohler and Balin are over there too. And they should have jungles too. Like that's it. Right. Go over there. Right. I don't have it. Right. And, you know, and I, and I know that they sent some guy who was looking for bread lie over to me because they didn't have any and that's fine. You know, right. I got no problems with that. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure we'll get into it more when Mike gets on, but um, yeah. So uh, for those who don't know, uh, Mike Curtin is the, uh, he runs uh scattershot exotics. Um, mm-hmm. And a couple of things we're going to talk about tonight. Obviously he's probably, would you say that he's probably most well known for the slot gene? I would say so. Would you, I would you say agree? so. I, I would agree. I would say that everything, Mike's very uh, well known for jungle projects like Delia Scattershot, um, yep. as well as Ocelot Gene, um, and then he just keeps finding crap that you know that that he does this thing at White Plains where he puts it in my hand, and then he sticks his hands in his pocket, and I don't know what to do with the snake, so I just give him money, and then <laughs> I'm, it, that's a good selling tactic. I'm gonna it's a horrible trick, and I see him do it, and it's like. Like you can't here say now. no. I, it's yeah. like I'm sitting here now, and I'm like, that's how I got my pines. That's how I got the Russian tigers. It's like, son of a bitch. It's like, you know, no, it's – so now when I go to Mike's, I don't put it – I don't let him put anything in my hands. So like, I stick my hands in my pockets. So it's like it's, it's, it's the only way to defeat him. But <laughs> he was very well known for that, and he's also very well known for uh, – um, He's very plugged in to the community, especially when it comes to places like Carpet Fest. He brings the whole family to Carpet Fest, which is yeah, amazing. Um, His kids are awesome, man. <laughs> Did I lose yeah, you? Uh, uh, oh. No, I'm right here, Riley. <laughs> Riley, we're doing a show. We can't talk anyway. So it's I like said, you know. I said God. his kids are awesome, and it's silence. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, I, well, I'll, listen. His kids gave me a heart attack. When they were at my house <laughs> well, for Carpet you're, Fest. You're, you live on the side of a mountain, man. What do you I expect? do live on the side of a mountain, and his children got in a play school car that they stole from my neighbors and went down the hill towards uh, my all-metal carport. And I'm like, oh, God. Uh, that was one of my, my favorite Carpet Fest moments uh, of all time, man. The, and Mike's like, Mike, they'll be shooting, shooting down the hill. Like, I'm like, woo <laughs> He's like, all the parents are just standing there watching them as they go down like, Oh, this could be really bad or really funny. Let's hope that it's oh, funny. God, you know? it was horrible. <laughs> and then they get out and they're like, let's do it again. <laughs> do it again. It's like, no, no, God, no. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, that that's enough of us rambling. Let's get Mike on here. Hey, Mike, welcome back to MVR. How you doing, man? I'm doing, I'm doing really well, really well. <laughs> um, and I, I think it's important to note that my kids were like, Three and five when they did. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much when, worse. When we when we look for a babysitter, it's not like we look for somebody that can keep our kids alive. It's like who can survive. <laughs> <our children>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I just I just like oh. how uh, Max always holds court somehow at the fire pit during Carpet Fest, where he's just constantly telling stories about how at one point Daddy lit Santa on fire, and me and Lon are like, "What the hell did he say?" I am 
I have no idea where that story came from, um, and I have no idea how that much personality fits into that little body. No clue. No clue. Um, But what what an enormous blessing. I mean, they're they're incredible. Yeah, they're funny. They crack me up. Um, Yeah. So, dude, what the hell have you been into? Because you're 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 all of a sudden just oozing the Morelia or the snake passion. And apparently uh, you had people hired to bid for you at the Southeast carpet fest. What, what have you been up to? Well, <laughs> so, so here's in a nutshell. All right. So last, yeah. last carpet fest, um, last carpet fest was, was really hard for me because mm. scattershot died on Wednesday and yeah. carpet fest was on Saturday. Um, and when, when some of my, oh, wow, sorry, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in my snake room and I'm, and I'm watching, I'm watching one of my ocelots locking up with Delia right now. Sweet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Peter. They're just just going to town. Um, so, so what, when, when Nido was found in my collection, um, Mm. it was, it was pretty devastating. I lost I lost some animals. Um, I lost a number of animals, and it was it was really scary. It got to a point where um, I didn't want to go in my snake room. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd walk in my snake room, and you know I'd be doing you know regular maintenance and feedings and whatnot, and you know I just I didn't quite know what I was going to find, um, and so between the testing and you know, just animals getting sick, uh, and me just shutting everything down for a little while. Um, I mean, it was, it was a, a, a real hard go of it. Uh, mm. and I would, I'd probably say, um, maybe like three or four months ago, uh, I really started to get passionate about it again. Um, you know, now at Carpet Fest, most of everything had pretty much run through. Um, mm. Everything that I was testing was coming up negative, uh, except for Scattershot, which was the last last positive animal that was in here, and and he and he died. Um, right. And then, you know, just being able to come into my snake room and be excited about it again, like like wow, like these these young ones that I've, that I've gotten now they're, they're growing up. Mm. They're really starting to pop with the yellow. Um, and then I started getting more interested in other stuff. Um, those rhino rats, they've been in the back of my head <laughs> since I, since, since you got them at, you know, a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. and, uh, I'd come in here to do cleanings, and I I put on your show and I just you know listen to like what what species do I want to you know hear about right now? And mm, I start right. you know looking around and and just just getting like like interested in stuff. I, I started looking at the classifieds again. I I saw the the phlognosis, uh, um, the the Congo house snakes, um, and I'm like, dude, those are really cool. <laughs> um, and yeah. And by the time I saw that, I'm like, ah, oh, all right. Um, 
nobody's got them. So I just kind of like, hey, I got a bunch of carpets. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a trade trade offer out there, um, and you know I get a get a message uh, from uh, who's uh, Jim Gregory mm-hmm. that had some, and you know I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll I'll take a trio, uh, and just uh, just developing you know interests elsewhere. You know I, I still love the carpets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, you know, I've been talking to, to Keith McPeak, uh, about the Mullendorf eye. Um, oh, that's dangerous. And don't, don't ever all, talk to Keith. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a um, mistake. <laughs> well, I, I, it depends on how you, what, what you classify as a mistake. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I mean, I, I tell you, um, it's been uh uh i'm i'm feeling rejuvenated when it comes to snakes um yeah you can tell and when it comes you to tell. like mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm i'm excited about it again uh which um i think i think if you're in this hobby long enough you know mm-hmm. long enough to where you need glasses um <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> you know I feel your pain, Mike. <laughs> if, oh my god! Um, it's like you wake you know, up and they it, don't work anymore. You're like, what the hell happened? Dude, it's, it's funny. I don't want to get older. Jesus. <laughs> you see me at night at at night out fishing. You know, I got a I got a headlamp and my burly beard and rain gear and and then I put on these librarian glasses. You know, I, I look like kind of mad scientist. Yeah, but uh, yeah. If, you're, if you're in it long enough, you know something. Something's gonna happen, right? You know, you're gonna get hit with something, um, and something new's gonna pop up, uh, or you're just gonna you're gonna lose your seal for it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And I think how you respond to that makes a big difference, because I mean we've we've all seen guys out there that are keeping and breeding and everything's good and then they get hit with something next thing you know the whole collection's up for sale i'm out Mm -hmm. i'm done see ya um yeah and uh i think it's it's a matter of you know we're we're dealing with live animals and Mm -hmm. when when these animals present challenges you know, we can either respond and learn and grow and push through it um, or throw in the towel. And, and I, another thing I got to say is like, you know, I've had, I've had people come up to me and mm. just tell me like, Hey, listen, um, I got these animals from you. I got these animals from you. Um, you know, Eric Kohler, uh, he told me like at carpet fest, he's like, Hey, listen, you know, you're going through some hard stuff. As soon as you're ready, you let me know. And, you know, I'll, I'll hook you up with some, some, some new animals, you know, um, just the, just the response of the community. Um, just saying, Hey, look, um, we're here. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, uh, it was, it was awesome. You know, it was really cool. No, and and I think that's 
kind of speaks to how it should be. I mean, you're you you hooked me up with my bread lie, which you know I keep producing. Um, not oh, to yeah. rub salt in that wound, um, but it's like, and then I mean, I have. <laughs> I have several Delia scattershot animals. One which was before I even got him named for your kid. Um, so there's that. And then the Russian Reds. And it's like, yeah, of course I want to make sure that, you know, w- without you these things wouldn't be here. So, you know, it, when I hear you've lost the founders or you're you don't you don't have the bloodline anymore, I want to make sure you can get back into it because y- obviously you're doing well with the project. That's why it's even still going. So. And I that would be kind of cool, and I'd hope that if anything happened to all my guys, someone would step up like that too. So yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah, that that goes without saying. You know, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll help you out for sure. Yeah, you know, without a doubt. I'll, uh, I'll put stuff in your hands, and then I'll stick my hands in my pocket. It'll be a wonderful role reversal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the that's the best thing have, I ever you, heard, man. <laughs> Yeah, no. I think you know the the irony is I think Owen, I think you taught me that trick. I did. I, or, or you told me about it, and I'm like, you know what? That's a great idea. It did work. I'm gonna give that a shot. There was, there was, there was one time I was sitting with Mike, and some guy was talking to him, and he said, "If he's like, he's like, hey man, I have an ivory. Would you be interested?" And Mike's eyes got so wide and so big, and then he's like, maybe. And I'm like, bullshit. And he's like, what? And I'm like, you gave it away. Like, you're, look at you. And he's like, I was trying to play it cool, dude. I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry. I mean, yeah, maybe. So, yeah. I got a pretty good poker face, but you put a snake <laughs> I want in front of me, and it just, oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah. It's south fast. Yeah. Um, that's how I wound up with, you know, and – if if Josh Joshua Mendel's listening, he's gonna be pissed. But that's how I wound up with my my new jungle, the one with the the heart on top of its head. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andy Simmons uh, was sharing a table with me, and and he says, uh, "Thinking about selling this girl. What do you what do you think I should ask for?" And I'm like, "I'm the wrong guy to ask because I want her." <laughs> Hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, yeah. So, well, I'm like, uh, her yellow's messing up her black. I'll give you a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, Could be so much better. It's uh, yeah. It Maybe I, I'll, I'll take her off your hands for you. Yeah. Yeah. You want one of those? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Um, so everything's healthy. Uh, everything's growing. Uh, you know, I've got got five pairings this year, and um. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure four of them are going to go good. Uh, you know, one of them is a, a big ivory female that uh, she she slugged out on me a couple of times, and we know how how the ivory gene kind of goes. Um, you know, but uh, even even outcrossing uh, the females sometimes have a hard time producing. So, mm. um, we'll we'll see. Uh, she's she's nice and healthy, and she's looking good. So, awesome. I could now is, is my parents' thoughts from her. Is yeah. this from your stock, uh, or is this from like somebody else? I got, um, I got her. She was originally produced by Nick. Okay. Uh, okay. And she's a 2005 animal. Um, 
that uh, that somebody else had bought from Nick, and I got them from from them. I, I got her from gotcha. them. So, um, but and then you know I've got a an outcrossed uh, ivory divan inventor that uh, I got from Mike Brugna. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. That was originally produced by by Eric Kohler. Uh, okay. So, um, okay. And cool. unfortunately, the male sibling to her uh, died last year, so mm-hmm. that was that was kind of rough. Yeah. Gotcha. But so, but yeah. Um, and then apparently Belia's breeding with an ocelot right now, so that's another plus right there too. So yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> fun, you know. Um, doing, doing a lot of, a lot of the basics. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff that, uh, my room is mostly black and yellow right now. <laughs> I was, was going uh, nah. to ask, <laughs> no, nah, really? I was going to ask with the new variety. Is that like yeah. a thing now? Like, are you looking in the room and you're like, that's not black or yellow. What the hell's happened? <laughs> like, right. you know, know what? Like, um, I'm actually I'm looking forward to to getting a little green in here, you know, um, you know, like like Eric mentioned, uh, I had Scott over at Southeast Garbage Fest and got the Rob Stone voucher and the Terry Burwell voucher, so it's like, well, you, you know where they're going. <laughs> so, did you um, win them both? Yeah, and uh, how many rhinos are you gonna get? And it's like Jesus Christ, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I'm getting four, two pairs, (laughs) two pairs. Man, I'm sorry. Hey, Hey, man, like what? That that's odd. No, (laughs) (laughs) no one only buys one female. Can't figure out why I can't breed. Every year, like it's not working out for me, Eric. I thought somebody you know, bought their Genesis you, or something. You, I don't know. you know I hate not having pears, and you just gave me a snake that I now must pair. So you know that's going to drive me up a wall. So you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so what? Since you hit on the ocelot gene, like I mean, man, it seems like how long have you been working with that? I mean, probably since what, like '09, maybe even before that. When I oh, met him, he was still working on Jesus. Oh, wait. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Are, you, are you, you feel confident with, like, you know, because now we've finally seen it in non Jags, right? You have oh, yeah. some that are oh, actually yeah. going this year, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I've got that uh, a pair from Jigsaw and Camille, which okay. um, Jigsaw was my, uh, the first male that I produced. Uh, so, I remember in the, the days of MP, um, uh, MP.com, uh, right. I I paired up uh, Delia to a 50% jungle jag. And, you know, I was pretty excited. I posted a, a picture of the clutch, and everybody started saying, what is, what's that, what's in that egg on? I think it was like the bottom right. Mm-hmm. But, right. You know, I remember the eggs that. All, all had <laughs> windows. Yeah. What, what yeah. is that? And and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I had no idea. And once it hatched out, you know, um, started talking about Paul Harris's ocelot and said, you know, it looks like it's the same thing. Uh, right. And and sure enough, um, and as soon as he was able to breed, uh, I paired him 
to his maternal aunt, uh, or no, his, his, I'm sorry, his paternal aunt, uh, and then uh, produced another one from that pairing uh, that was even, I think, higher expression. Uh, and so, and then, you know, what I, what I started noticing is, you know, early on with the, with the Jags and, and early on with the Jungle Jags, uh, we had this, this habit of, um, you know, hey, buy a Jag and get a free sib. I remember. It was, yeah. you know, most, most of us were, were doing that, you know, because people would look at the sibs as like, oh, it's just, it's nothing. It's boring. It's, it's whatever. Right. Um, right. And I mean, I've, I even think there was a threat back in the day about culling uh, non-Jags, you know. Yeah, um, feeding them, making them blackhead food, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Um, mm. And so it took me a little while, but what I what I finally started noticing is like, man, these, these non-Jags are, they're really aberrant, you know. They've got a lot going on with their pattern. Um, mm. And then so I started I, I started keeping some of the most extreme ones back, uh, and I've got a pair of those that are going this year. Uh, that, and you can you can definitely tell. Um, and I, I think the best way to 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 figure that out and determine that is when you look at a non-jag from one of those clutches. You know, you say, okay, if I if I add the if I add the jag gene into it, what's it going to look like? Or if you look at if you look at one of the one of the ocelot jags, you say, okay, what if I took the jag gene away? What if I mm-hmm. took that pattern reduction away that the jag's providing? What's it going to look like? And that's when you'd see all the the non-jag siblings. Um, and some of them, you know, look look real normal, um, which was really hard to you know really hard to determine. Okay, is it is it going to be passed on? And I think, I think, yeah. Uh, and um, I think like any, any polygenic trait, it's going to, you know, just through line breeding and selectively breeding it, it's, it's passing on. Um, you know, I wasn't planning on pairing this pair this year. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to let them, uh, I was just going to let them chill. And I've got a, a caramel jag that I'm going to be putting to that female, that female super high expression. Um, so I want to do, uh, see if I can produce another, you know, nice high expression ocelot caramel jag. Um, My God, we're starting to mix. Yeah. We're trying to get multiple gene ocelot stuff now. Holy crap. Well, <laughs> if, you, if, you look at, if you look at this scattershot page, there's, yeah. there's that, you know, phenomenal, you know, not to be, not to toot my own horn, but you know the, the, <laughs> the ocelot caramel jag on my scattershot page. Mm-hmm. Uh, when that hatched out, it blew my mind. You know, because it was a completely unrelated, hundred percent pure caramel that I got from yeah. him, and I paired Jigsaw, my original male to her. And I got this this crazy high expression ocelot. Uh, yeah, she's like, pretty. Um, <laughs> I just posted her in the chat. 
unfortunately yeah, I lost I lost her. She was one of the no. I think I think she was the first in North America. Um, no. um I she might have been the only one in North America. I'm not I'm not sure. I know uh um up in I know Canada, Paul's, right? Paul, Paul's produced. Um, right. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know if any have been produced in Canada uh, with the caramel gene as well. Uh, but I don't think they have the ocelot stuff up there. I don't know of or anybody. Is it, who is it something else really I'm thinking about? It. Yeah. What? What are those those pink ones that were on for a while that were all over the place? Oh, that's the stonewash bread lie. Ew. Okay. Jag. Never mind. Thing. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would Never like, mind. <laughs> that, I'm out. <laughs> that's a horrible hybrid of hippopotamus. Yeah, I got you. Uh, so. Yeah, that's a killer yeah, snake, I mean, man. Um, they're they're working like you know it, it's looking like any other polygenic trait, you know, from what I'm from what I'm seeing. That's awesome. Uh, which is which is cool. So, uh, yeah. and that's. Yeah, that was one of my my passions. Uh, you know, especially, um, you know, when I when I first bought Papillon, um, I remember we were at a White Plains show. Uh, Jamie Clear, best boy, uh, best poets, um, yeah. was, uh, you know, I was trying to get in touch with him back and forth, back and forth, and mm. you know, he had one. Uh, I think they were the the first fifty uh, percent jungle jacks, um, and. Uh, it was like twenty two hundred dollars for a male, and I'm oh. like, uh, <laughs> I'm looking and I'm like, and I I brought a wad of cash because um, I knew I wanted one, and I'm talking I'm talking to Alice, my wife, and and I'm like, I said, yeah, I don't know, and she's like, well, do you think anybody else would have one cheaper? And I'm like, well, he's the only one that that produced them, you know, he's he's the only one that produced them so far. And mm. she looked at me, and she's like, what are you, an idiot? Just go buy it. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> you Will you marry me? me. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I I bought him, and, you know, because my, my focus was, you know, I, I really, really interested in the jacket, and I really, really love that. And uh, mm-hmm. that electric yellow. Um I mean, I got out of snakes for a while. I, I've been into reptiles since I'm a kid, like like most everybody um, mm. that's that's either listening or you know that that's breeding right now. Um, right. And you know, uh, I started I guess my late teens, early twenties. Uh, started you know just partying real hard and uh, couldn't couldn't keep reptiles in the state mm. that I was in. Um, and once I you know, woke up from that and settled down and started a little family. Um, it was kind of like, Hey, you know, I want to get back into snakes and, um, and jungles were, you know, back in the day, it was like, you, you go into a pet store and, you know, at least by me, um, being a teenage kid, Oh, don't, you don't want to carpet their meat. You don't want to carpet yeah. their meat. Um, you, you, you deal, get a ball python. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, I know Owen. I, I'm not going to say anything about Owen and ball pythons. Hey, um, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey! It was his fault. All right, you know. <laughs> um, but 
But when I when I got back into them, it's like, um, you know, I said, I said, man, I said, I, I really, I've always those, and it was it was the black and white ones that mm. um, I'm like, man, you know, that just the contrast, and then, you know, I went to went to White Plains and, and just saw these these electric black and yellow, and I'm like, man, yeah, and so for me, it was. It was just, Pumping the yellow in, pumping the yellow in. Um, so, uh, but now, um, and and then then getting into other stuff too, you know. Um, just keeping uh, Aspidites for a while. I'm I miss those. Uh, so I've got. You know, I, I told him, called Derek up. I think it's about a month ago. I said, dude. I said. uh, Set some aside for me this spring. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna jump wow. into blackheads, you psycho! <laughs> <laughs> They're cool snakes, man. I, I know. I, I still, I still regret selling mine. Yeah. Know? Um, I, I, I still, I still regret it. Uh, and you know, and that was, I was like, kind of at a point where I just, I had a little bit. of too much of everything, um, you know. It's like, okay, what do I, what do I really, really want? Um, so, and and you're right. It can be, it can be dangerous um, because you get, you know. And talking to Keith, it was it was. Uh, uh, we were talking about what your your snake room can really accommodate with temp- mm-hmm. temperature wise. Uh, so. Yes. Uh I you know, building a new snake room, um, converted about, you know, three quarters of my garage, uh and and built a, a fully separate room uh where the temperatures are a lot cooler. You know, so I've got air conditioning in the summer. Uh yeah. and uh, you know, it's just it's a it's a cooler a cooler room that's gonna be able to, you know, accommodate multiple temperature ranges. So uh, so I don't have to quite worry about that, and I can be selective and uh, and get a get a few different things. So, yeah, that's cool. I I, I kind of find that with having a variety of species, it keeps everything a lot more interesting down in the snake room, as opposed to like when I just had different colored coastal carpet pythons in every single tub. It's kind of like. It, it 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 keeps me fresh. It keeps me. It keeps it cooler. You know, it's because the Timors don't act like the olives. That don't act like the white lips. That don't act like the woma. That doesn't act like the ruppies. That doesn't act like the carpets. It's like they're all kind of different. So oh, yeah. it's really cool that way. And I I think you're gonna enjoy when you finally get to your uh, insane menagerie mix up thing going on here. You're gonna be like, this is awesome. So like, yeah, I think you're gonna like it. A oh lot. yeah, yeah, without a doubt, you know. Um I mean, you know, and one of the one of the things I miss, you I know, mean, just just talking about the different behaviors. So one of the things I miss about the blackheads is mm-hmm. you know, going into the snake room and you're cleaning cages and they're just watching you. You know. <laughs> and they're they're watching you, checking you out. All right, you're moving over there, I'm gonna follow you over there. You moving over there. Um and you know they're just an, a really inquisitive snake. Um, they can be completely motionless when you get in there, just 
basking or chilling or doing whatever, you start moving around, and they're going to start checking you out. They want to see what's that's going cool. on, you know. Um, and, you know, that's what I'm hearing about the rhinos, too, uh, is yeah. that uh, they're, they're watching. Um, it, for, for mine, it's like hit or miss. I have one that no matter what I'm doing in the room, she is up front watching me uh, as I move around. And then I have one that will only appear if there's food. And then I have the other one that it just kind of depends on the day. So they're very inquisitive, very cool looking. And they definitely want to, when they're in your hand, they want to move. They want to do stuff. It's, it's very cool. And to watch the color change of like this bluish kind of baby into a green adult is really cool. So you're going to dig it. Yeah. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, but what you were what you were saying as far as uh, you know talking about shows and mm-hmm. you know uh, babysitting people throughout the whole process. Um, hmm. Tell you what, that's uh, I think the first thing I bought from like from Derek was uh, para Atherton's, um, and you know we just started started talking after that and we were talking about blackheads and I had had a pair trying to get them to, to go and uh, you know they'd breed every year and they just they wouldn't produce anything and, and he's like listen if you if you get a pair from me um, just do what I say and they'll breed and you'll get eggs yeah. and I said alright so I wound up getting a pair from him and um I tell you when when that female when she ovulated, oh my goodness, I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. Was there no missing um, it? It was really obvious. Oh, like oh, that's what they mean when they say blackhead ovulations unmistakable. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, it, it it looked like she swallowed a football. Um, <laughs> wow. But she was uh, she was fully gravid, and she fit on a shelf the size of a computer keyboard. Um, so she wasn't a big, she wasn't a big animal. And, yeah. you know, I, I talked, I'm, I'm talking to Derek the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you know what? They might be ready. Throw them together. You know, I'm like, are you sure? He's like, well, it's malproducing sperm, you know? So checked it out. Got some sperm. Yeah. Well, throw them together. And sure enough, you know, five healthy five healthy eggs, four went the distance. Um, and but he he kind of walked alongside me like the whole time, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the I think the when I when I'm thinking, all right, dude, I got this. Uh, that's when I had problems getting getting some of the babies started. Really. You know? um, and, you know, but I, I think when, I think there's two things that, that I find with either A, people that want to find that cheaper snake. Mm. Um, and, you know, yeah, I, I see this in, in the body art industry as well. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Or, cheaper tattoo as opposed to going to the yeah. good guy. Yeah. Yep. Um, you see it all the time where... Uh, and 
And I think a lot of people make the mistake of, it's like, oh, okay, well, you go ahead and bought a cheaper snake, it, it serves you right or whatever. Um, or you got a cheap tattoo, you know, you're beat. And now the buyer feels kind of like, oh, well, now I feel like a jerk. I don't want to go back to him. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I kind of go the route of, well, listen, you know, you bought a cheap snake and you're getting no support. Um, and I'm going to go out of my way and, and I'm going to, I'll be there and I'm, I'm going to talk to you. I'll work you through it. And the next snake you buy, you're, you're probably going to come to me. You know, um, <laughs> if you make the, the same mistake message. twice, it's, I can't help you after that. You just aren't learning, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got it both ways. Um, yeah. but, but I, I, I tell you like, um, and, and the, the support, after the fact, I think is huge too. Um, it is because you can you can find plenty of people selling selling snakes that um, you know that that are selling a product, mm-hmm. uh, and there's I think in this and this is you know I, I I made a post on Facebook about you know the power of a phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, there's fewer and fewer people that want to actually like form some kind of relationship, you know, um, where, uh, you know, I've, I've met good friends, you know, from people who have come to me to buy a snake and Mm then asking questions and asking questions, asking questions, you know? Um, and I, I think that's something that, uh, especially with, with living animals, um, yeah, I think we can we can really do well, and I think it's uh, it's definitely uh, to everybody's benefit. I would agree because it's like used to be when I get an inquiry about an animal, there'd be a whole long email introducing themselves, talking about their experience, and and then asking questions about the animals. And now it's just like, yo, uh, what price? And it's like, huh? <laughs> like you know, it's like, well, right. hi, I'm Owen. It's like you know, every once in a while you got to kind of try to talk a little bit more and I wish it would kind of go back to that a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I think that's, I think it's the culture, you know, mm. um, the overall culture, you know, the, 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 the instant gratification. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's why, um, I think that's why, why shows are so good now too. Um, and, yeah, I had the same experience at White Plains. It was it was a busy show. It was packed. Um, yeah, really. Yeah, it was, it, it was. I missed you there. I thought you were gonna be there. I know um, I was, but then I got I was I, I wasn't able to make it, which was sucky. Um, yeah, I missed mean, the hike for you too. I know it's three a.m. Mornings really suck. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm saying that to to like did that you once, two. right? Not exactly, again. but I'm saying it to you two who. It, you know, Eric responds to the chat at 5 a.m. because that's when he wakes up every morning, Four. even if it's Saturday, <laughs> whatever. And yeah. Mike, who's routinely out at like 3 a.m. looking for that one fish that got away from him eight <laughs> years ago that he has to hunt down. Like, you oh. know, uh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm tired. And you guys are like, what? And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> so, dude, let geez. me tell you, I don't, I don't finish fishing until usually around three or four a.m. <laughs> and and Max, Max and Chase, Max and Chase get up at like six. 
Oh, God. <laughs> God, I don't want children. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so I'm, I'm all about the early mornings and, and sleep dep- deprivation, and especially, like, during during the breeding season, um, you know, my, my fishing is usually, like, spring and fall. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and that's, you know, the fall, you're just, you're finishing up, making sure everything's, you know, good body weight um and you're coming off of the summer where lots of cage cleaning and then then you're starting to pair stuff up dropping stuff mm-hmm. down um and then spring you're, you're talking about um eggs and hatching and you know uh so again again baby started so it's not not a lot of sleep <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I was telling Owen, uh, with the season I had last year, this year, I'm kind of glad that there's not a whole lot going on. So it's kind of like, last uh, year. yeah, dude, he got, well, it, yeah. he, he took the year off cause well, he moved. So he was doubling down on that kind of crap. You know, I did. Yeah. I got what? 12 out of 12, I think yeah. 12 pairings, yeah. which wow. when, when you, when you, when you say that, it doesn't sound like a lot. But when you You're actually no one have eggs, don't ever get all twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like ugh, I can't ever hit all twelve. Maybe I'll get six. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Yeah, well, <laughs> whew, that was a lot of work. Holy yeah. shit, man! Oh yeah. And you know I'm a hoarder too, so I like to hold shit back yeah. forever. Well, <laughs> see now that's those are self inflicted wounds. I mean, yes. you don't need to deal with all of them. You want to, so I it's yeah. yeah. I got a question for you, Mike. So um, last, well, I think it might have been last fall, whatever it was. Um, I got a, I got a few animals from Zach, and one of them was um, this coastal that uh, he had that was a pairing from you, and I believe his name was Frank Roberts. Can yes. you just, yeah? So I got that that female. Um, can you just make maybe hit? I can't find any info on that pairing okay. at all because I think it was on MP and it disappeared when they got. Right. Is, this why, is this why Mike is here? Did you make him? No. Get the- no. <laughs> okay. Um, I love hearing the history of shit. So. That's all right. Let me tell you. It right from I got, I, Go ahead. I got to tell you about Frank. So, um, so I'm a kid, right? I'm probably. 16, maybe 17 years old. Uh, And at this point, um, I've had, you know, my parents were were great. Um, So I'd bring home iguanas and garter snakes. And, you know, my dad and I went out fishing and I caught a giant gravid northern water snake, you know, brought her home. She dropped a bunch of babies. Um, Cool. (laughs) You know, uh, so it was was great. So, So now... You know, I wanted to get up to the next. I want to. It's like, all right, I want, I want something a little bit bigger. Uh, okay. And uh, you know, my a friend of my brother's uh, had a coworker that just bred his retics, and um, the female was giant, literally dropped ninety six eggs. Um, it was a wild caught Sulawesi female. Um, and so we went over, and I got this baby from him, mm-hmm. um, and that was my that was my first python. Uh, so 
friends with the guy. Um, his brother-in-law wound up teaching me how to pierce. Very cool. Uh, I lose touch with him for years. And, you know, um, I've, I've had a, a shaved head for, you know, most of my, my late teens and up till now. Uh, so they used to call me Skinhead Mike. Um, <laughs> so I'm on, I'm on, dude, I'm on kingsnake.com, right? And mm-hmm. uh, my username was Captain Nemo. So this guy, Frank Roberts, posts and says, is this Skinhead Mike? And I'm like, <laughs> like dude. So I haven't seen him in years. <clears throat> uh-huh. So we reconnect, um, and I had a um, a female jag that I got from this guy out in Chicago. We actually, I think it was like Valentine's Day week. There was a big blizzard. We drove out to Chicago to get it because the guy didn't know how to ship, and he was like leaving the country. Um, Holy crap. So my, <laughs> yeah, so my, my wife and I drove out to Chicago. By the time we got there, he got locked up for being in a bar fight. So we spent two days looking for him. Um, it was, this story so great. We, great. It was fantastic. So, so we uh, were out there, and we spent. We're, we're out there for like two days. Um, my oh. parents are watching Christian. Um, and finally, it's like, all right, this guy just scammed me out of. I think it was like twelve hundred. $1,300 for this, oh. this Jag. Um, so I'm like, all right, we're going to go home. We're going to leave. So we start mm. driving home and my phone rings and he's like, Oh, it's Matt. I'm super sorry. I was, I got arrested and blah, blah, blah. All right, fine. So we turn around, we went, we got the snake. Cause I had already paid him. Mm-hmm. You know, I sent, and I mean, I think this is like before PayPal. I sent him a, I sent him out a, a money order. Oh, um, God. So, yeah. So he was already paid. I went, picked up the snake. Um, I actually uh, bought another snake while I was out there. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I had a little, little side. Why, why wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> so, uh, wound up driving back, got home, things covered in mites. So oh. now I'm treating that razor up. Um, so. That was the the dam to that to your animal. All right. Okay. Um, the sire was a snake that Frank um, had found in a closet. Uh, he got a, he got a call to you know um, somebody had gotten kicked out of a house or an apartment or something and. They had this snake living in a closet, and this woman was terrified. I had no idea what to do with it. Somebody knew Frank and, and said, hey, can you come get this snake? So that's how he got this snake. And the snake was was old when he got it, but by the time the snake bred, I mean, that thing had to be 25 years old. Um, and it was just this beautiful silver dorsal-striped coastal. Uh, yeah. And – no history on it at all. Um, just, but when you looked at, it, I mean, you could tell. It's like, I mean, that's that's a pure coastal. Um, there's no way there's anything else going on with that. Um, but it was absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. And 
made a, a, a bunch of really pretty babies. I'm really glad you got one. Um, so the lineage on the male is, is unknown. Right. Um, you know, but the, the dam is, uh, and the guy that I got her from didn't have, um, now he said, he mentioned Madame Blueberry, um, mm. but I don't know if, and it, it was so long ago. I mean, this is back in, I think this is 2005, 2006 that I got her. Um, so, um, I don't know if it was, it, it was Madame Blueberry to Benjamin, um, but I, I'm not, I'm not even sure, but I remember, I'm pretty sure you mentioned Madame Blueberry. Um, that would make some sense, I guess. So, um, uh, but, but, you know, Will, you know, Will had a lot of those, you know, he called them the, the like ornate jags. Yeah, um, yeah, the the heavy pattern jags that um right. my 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 red jags mother was an ornate jag um which you know but that hell what that means now so right right yeah so back back then it meant something <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah no it was a so, way to get us to buy the heavily patterned jags that nobody freaking <laughs> wanted yeah that's how that's what it was <laughs> Jesus but, well Regardless, she was she was real pretty. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure I've got pictures of her somewhere. Uh, but you know, um, Eric, I'll, I'll try and I'll try and get you some pictures. I might have pictures of the male too. That's oh, so cool. cool. You know, um, I'll I'll see what I can do. Uh, you know, I get an old photo bucket account um, <laughs> that I had actually forgotten about. Oh, um, how fun! Oh, how fun. fun is stumbling on that stuff? I mean, you're like, oh crap! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I I, I saw a, a a shared post, like a shared memory from Photobuck, and I'm like, holy cow! I, I, I still have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, awesome. Um, but but that's that's the deal on that animal. I'm yeah, I'm glad you. Uh, is that a male or a female? Female. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Very neat, I, yeah. I just I remember I remember when you I remember watching that pairing on MP and I think Bush League and I just remember being like wanting something from that and you know and then Zach ended up you know getting this girl and I was like oh my god I can't believe you got an animal from you know that pairing and then yeah. he's like you know when he moved on from from carpets and stuff he's like well here this girl's up you know you want her I was like hell yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know what I th- I thought I had seen a picture of her. Um, did you post a picture pretty recently? I did. Yeah, uh, I just yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah. Was it part of the coastal show? I mean, yeah, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was talking about that pairing because, you know, I I don't know. That's kind of the like, uh, you know, and that's one of the reasons why uh, I wanted to talk to you, Mike, because you remember those days. So like. What do you what's your thoughts on like the difference between then and and now? Like do you, do you feel that it's like a tighter community or uh do you think that growing the community is is been good or I don't know, what's your thoughts? I I think it's a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think I think they're um <clears throat> 
I think there's a lot of missed opportunities, in all honesty, um, uh-huh. with, with the new people that are coming into the hobby. Um, right. Because, uh, and, you know, with with social media, um, and, you know, and, and we always talk about it, oh, you know what, you should go on MP. You know, you should just go and, and you know, chat on, on, on the older sites that have been there, you know. Um, and there's just, there's no activity there. Um, you're yeah. not having those conversations because everybody's, you know, either on, on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, you know. Right. Um, and uh, I think a lot of the newer people that are coming in, you know, they they join some groups, they read a bunch of stuff, and a few months later, they're an authority. And mm-hmm. what winds up happening is the people that actually are authorities, um, either they just don't want to, they, they don't even bother. Um, right. They don't want to, don't want to get involved in that, in the drama. Um, you know, uh, I mean, Scott, like Scott Borden's great. Like he'll flat out just say, Hey, you know, I'm blunt. This is what it is. Here's the deal, you know, and he has no, <laughs> no problem hurting feelings. Um, right. Yep. You know, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that they, they just don't reply because it's always an argument, you know. Um, and and you, you can notice that there's uh, there's less of a presence of um, of known names, you know, right. in, yeah. in the hobby. Yeah. That are that are responding, and I I think the guys have been around for a while. Um, you know, I I try to ta- as tactfully as possible, um, hmm. you know, respond to some, some a lot of the misconceptions that are out there. Um, but right. you know, I think I think one of the big differences is, um, so, you know, when when we. I think when we got into this, I mean, it was, mm. it was pretty much from a from a breeding standpoint, um, the internet was just really taken off. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we're yeah. talking late nineties, early two thousands. Um, the internet's really really starting to take off, um, but these these websites, these forums, where if you post some stupidity. Uh, you're gonna have a bunch of guys. Bad things happened. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Like you're, you're gonna you're gonna have a bunch of guys that are gonna call you on that and say, "Dude, this is this is bad," you know, yeah. um, or "This is why you're wrong." And a lot of times, that's an opportunity to really learn. Uh, right. If yeah. if you didn't learn. Or if you were so obtuse to where you were just like, you know, this is my choice, this is what I'm doing, whatever, um, you kind of, uh, you kind of lost all your clout. You didn't, you didn't, you know. And I think now um, it's a lot harder to have those those conversations. Mm. Where I don't think I don't think as many new people are are learning 
um, the way they could be. Uh, I mean, there's certain there's certain reasons we do things the way we do things, you know. Right. And uh, so um, I can have we can have husbandry conversations, uh, and we can actually have debates on cage size and what's optimal and what works and what doesn't. Um, and we can share experiences and have different opinions. Um, at the same time, we can learn from each other, you know? Um, so we had a, a great conversation on humidity requirements, uh, with, you know, with Scott, um, Mm -hmm. where we can, yeah, we can have those conversations. We can have those conversations. Um, you know, I think uh, I think today a lot of people take it too much to heart. Um, and uh, I think growing the hobby is is great um, if we do it well. Um, and, yeah. and I think like. Uh, it's a it's a fine line, man. Because uh, you know a lot of the a lot of the people that that you see, um, I guess on social media um, mainly uh, in in person at, at at reptile shows, a lot of times you can really have conversations, you know, mm-hmm. and you'll have you'll have a yeah. group of people. And if you're if you're talking to one person and you're trying to educate that one person, you'll have five or six people say, "Oh, what what's he talking about?" You know, right? And they'll they'll want to hear this conversation. Um, I think it's too easy to uh, selectively block and or listen to uh, to the information that that maybe we we need to hear from each other. Um, right. So you just ignore stuff on social media. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's it's great being able to reach people. Mm. Um you know, I think uh I I think it can be detrimental, you know, especially when you see, you know, some of the some of the stuff where you know it's like, okay, um there's PETA trolls everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all know it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's certain things that are put out publicly that probably aren't a good idea. You know? Um, yeah. And I think that can be harmful to the, to the hobby overall. Um, you know, but... At the same time, there's a lot of good information going out too, and I, I think um, as are we old timers yet? <laughs> um, I, I, usually, I, I I feel the pull to drift to being an old timer because it's like watching these no good dirty kids run around my reptile hobby. It's like yeah, I, I feel it. Especially because I'm like, in my day, Coastals had stripes, and that's all we had, and we were right. thankful for those stripes. It's like that's back in my like, day. 
back in my day, there were Jags. Exactly. That was it. It's like, you know, that's the thing. But, yeah, right. I say eventually we will get there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think the uh, the more experienced keepers, um, uh, I think we should be – we need to be a little bit more proactive. Yeah. And I and I think I think the social media um, and and just kind of the the change in uh, the way the way the hobby has gone. Mm. Um, I think if we're if we're proactive, I think it'd be a great benefit. In all honesty. Well, you know, I'll I'll toss this out now. If anybody has any questions that Eric and I that they want Eric and I to answer on air. Just go ahead and submit, email them to us. We will gladly do that. You know, we don't care. Um, it's, uh, I know that a lot of times some people are drifting off into social media to try to get information. Um, but I also know that it, well, it's out there. You can find it from the right sometimes, people. Sometimes, sometimes it's a little, I, I think the, a little bit of frustration as I had is, of this is like, you know, I guess I spend all this time on a website. Yes. What the hell know, are you doing? Talking, <laughs> talking about. No, no, no. Yeah. So talking about how I keep carpets, you know, it's, it's not saying that's the only way to keep them. It's just how I do it. You know, this is what I do. This is my approach, you know, breeding, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. But yet people will contact me about, you know, like basic things like, you know, there's, I'm not talking about somebody that has a specific situation or just a one-off question or some, maybe something that I didn't right. put in, you know, on the website or whatever. Then we do a podcast since 2011 yes. that yes. <laughs> has everything Every you could possibly least, want to know. Once a year we talk about uh, how we keep our snakes. Yeah. <laughs> about carpet pythons and, you know, it's just you know, and maybe we're not doing a good enough job of getting it out to yeah, you know, everyone that could like maybe some people at this point still don't know that there there is reptile related podcast. I don't know. I mean, my God, would, yeah. I mean, it's all over Facebook, and it and, you know, and the podcast family as we call it, you know, is like everybody sort of you know supports each other. Um, you know, in our group. So it's, if you know, if you stumble upon one, I'm sure you'll hear about an, another one. Um, sure. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and then, and then, you know, maybe they have content that, you know, maybe you're looking for. Um, and it seems sure. like everybody sort of has their own little niche of, of how they cover stuff. And, you know, um, but really it just comes down to, you know, all these different breeders over the years have come on and talked about their approach and, I don't know. Back in the MP days, um, it was more like <laughs> there was more of a I seeking think information said rather that, than wanting well, to be spoofed. You learned more. You learned. Yeah, more. exactly. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? You waited. You like you would, yeah. you would get on there, and you didn't get on there saying like you know this snake has to be kept this way and blah blah blah. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like you just sort of took a step back and you sort of listened or read or whatever to uh, what the people before you had to do. And I think, I think the double-edged sword for me is, is that I think what happens with, you know, with us that have been doing this for a while is like, we sort of get set in our ways. We find the rhythm mm-hmm. that works and we sort of stick with it and we're not open to new ideas or trying to put, especially with snakes, you know, I don't know how you guys feel, but it seems like with snakes in particular, 
it like we don't progress and we just go minimum. Like, what is the minimum that I can do? Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. You know, it's not like you'll hear guys that have been doing it for a long time. Oh, they don't need a perch, dude. They're not going to perch. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Maybe it's an individual thing. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, I'm sure that there's, I mean, carpets are found in trees in the wild. So I don't know why (laughs) they wouldn't perch. (laughs) It's like what they get to a box and they're like, nah, I can't. It's too high for me, man. I'm getting the heights, man. (laughs) Coastal carpets in captivity. Afraid of heights. (laughs) And I think think I'm a jungle. I think that's that's another thing that you know, and this that's another debate that's that's been out there, you know, um, mm-hmm. where yeah, there is a minimum requirement, um, mm-hmm. and you know, Tom Tom Crushfield's really great for uh, for asking the question, what is the most I can offer this animal to see it thrive? You right. know, right. Um, what's the not not what's what is the instead of what is the least that it needs, what is the right. most that I can provide? You know, yeah, right. Um, so, you know, I've got a got a nice little space in my room right now for a stack of six foot cages, um, and you know, I've been keeping myself in, in four footers for years, yeah, uh, right. and I, I know that you know some of my animals and some of the animals that I'm going to be getting. Uh, they're going to benefit from six foot cages. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the process. I'm going to be, you know, revamped. I've got shelves in all my cages. Uh, nice. And, you know, I've had shelves for years. And, you know, they utilize them. I've got snakes right now. I'm looking at, you know, two cages side by side. One one animal is basking on a shelf, and the other one is on the floor. Um, right. And they're going to seek out what they need. But at the same time, you know, maybe I'm going to put some perches in there as well. Um, You know, I don't like narrow perches for the heavier bodied snakes because of the the pressure on the ribs. Yeah, Um, sure. But if you put two perches side by side, (laughs) you know, so what can I, what can I give my animals? And, and I think these, these are the, the, the conversations, and, and I think what you said about, you know, the MP days, um, Owen, don't chuckle again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was right there. It's, you know, <laughs> I almost – My day. My day. Exactly. You know, that's the problem. Oh. But you guys were all contributing to the MP. I was lurking. So, you know, it's <laughs> – that's what happened you know you guys are like in 2005 i'm like had just gotten out of college oh no i had just gotten out of high school all right yeah yeah i was lurking by then by then i was lurking yeah you know right you were you were lurking but you were learning while you were lurking you know and you know right it's funny because we talk about breeding setups. I had Will Leary's article that he gave to Reptiles Magazine on how to breed carpet pythons, mm-hmm. and I read it, and then I went on Anthony Caponetto's site, and I read that, and I did that by this is how I breed my carpet pythons, and I tried to follow their examples as best I could, but, you know, it was nuts. So, yeah, but, it, back in like, those days. Like, like you were saying, Eric, back in those days – it was more work. 
Mm. You know, and we as a people are lazy. You know, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. I don't care, you know, what aspect of life you're talking about. You know, um if you can find an easier way that requires less work, you're gonna do it. And I think mm-hmm. that's what's happened with social media is you know, it's real easy to go on Facebook and say I mean, how many time, how many classified pages and groups are you members of where you see people, you know, I saw one today. Any snakes or lizards available? It's a oh my classified God, yes. page. <laughs> it's a classified page. I'm sure somebody what, on this page none, has a snake none. or a lizard for sale. What? Um, what? Oh, use your eyes. <laughs> but, oh, that's but this, great. So, so I think right now, like now, you see people that we nobody's ever heard of before until they post on a thread. Mm. Something is fact. Something is gospel, and it blows up because you know you've got some keepers that have been doing it for 20 years say, you know what, this isn't a rule, you know, yeah. this isn't necessarily fact um, there are other ways to do it, there are better ways to do it um, mm-hmm. and I think you know with, I don't think social media is ever going to replace the the consistency and stability of a good website Um Number one, it's it's never going to replace it. But at the same time, um, I think uh, I think what 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 Borden's doing is great uh, mm-hmm. as far as you know doing a blog every couple of weeks um, and yeah. just putting putting something up proactively. It's like okay, here's here's some stuff, um, and it's it's content that is in the face of, you know, new keepers that, you know, and these, you don't get into carpets because you want a snake. Most people don't get into carpets because you want a snake you can cuddle with. All right. We all know carpets <laughs> have the reputation. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've got, you've got these, these, these newer keepers that are coming into the hobby and mm-hmm. they're showing the, the passion for these animals. Um, and they're they're hungry for information. Um, the problem is there's a lot of there's a lot of bad information. Um, and uh, you know I think just just being being proactive. Um, and and like you said, snake snake people were were kind of set in our ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially technology wise, dude, I don't have a data plan on my phone. Um, if you try, if you, if you try and text me a picture, I ain't getting it. You're going to get a reply that says, Hey, can you email that? Yep, guys, Mike, ha- <laughs> right. Mike has a flip phone. Like it's, it's literally like, I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I upgraded. Oh goodness. I, I upgraded. So I, I upgraded so I can take better pictures, but I want to go back to my, I miss my flip phone. Dude. I miss it. <laughs> I love how what drove you to get the new phone was so you could take better pictures of your snakes. None of the other That's stuff. It. Like That's you don't care nah. about the other crap. It's I just need a better camera. 
No, yeah. no. So I got I got a I got a smartphone for better pictures, um, which are moderately better. Um, yeah. But I don't even have a data plan on it. You oh, know. God. So. Having uh, to you at the phone place, we're like, I would like a smartphone, but no data plan. Are they like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you don't, you don't have to talk to people at Amazon. Ah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Just avoid all that. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, but you know, I, I think that, and um, I was talking to my buddy Josh uh, a couple weeks ago, and um, we were kind of talking about, you know, my newfound pack, you know, cause I, I go in, you know, I got a couple picky, picky animals that need live feeders. Um, so I go in and, uh, you know, just getting passionate about stuff again. Um, you know, this spring we're going to, we're going to do a lot, spend a lot of time going out flipping boards. Um, oh, cool. <laughs> with, with my, with my work, dude, I'm smack dab in the middle of the pine barrens mm-hmm. and and I have spent, you know, I've I've gone out plenty of times, spent plenty of times in plenty of time in the woods, um, but just dedicating a day to hiking through the woods, flipping boards, flipping logs, looking for looking for herbs. Um, yeah, that's something that you know I haven't really been doing, especially with with a family. It gets it gets hard. Um, right. And and building those those relationships with the new people that you know you, you'll you'll figure out it's like oh you're, I'm in the area you know yeah um uh, that's why I, you know I'm, I'm so grateful for for Carpet Fest you know um, yeah. where you can just like meet people face to face hang out yeah you know? um so. Uh, but I think I think that's uh, I think that's what what we really need uh, in this hobby. Um, you know, there's there's been a lot of changes, but yeah, they don't they don't have to be negative. True. No, you're yeah, you're always going to have you know, there's always going to be advancements, assholes, you know. But yeah, well, yeah, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's <laughs> it's just like uh, you know. I mean, even in those days in MP, that you know, we had there was assholes that you know. Um, Mas- but... Masterful poopy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a name from the past. Holy shit! Oh my god! <laughs> Don't say it again. Oh. He might show up. <laughs> yeah. <no>. Um, <laughs> god. But uh, but yeah, I mean, and you know, it's just you know, and, and that's re- and all honesty, yeah, that's what Carpet Fest is all about, you know. I mean, I know, um, it's become something more than what that what it originally started as, but really in a nutshell, heads having a barbecue yeah. in Howard's, yeah, you're yeah, right, it's become it. a lot I more mean, than that. <laughs> it's, it's it's just to show. And and what's crazy is, and and this is one of the things that really drew me into the Morelia community is just you become family, even if you don't agree with things or like you can disagree. I, I mean, you know, you just you you just become family. You you don't always get along with your family, but you still, right, right. you know, yeah. you enjoy spending time with them. And uh, 
I, I, I don't know. That's, that's sort of, at least that's in my mind what it was about. You know, I'm like, wow, there's all these great people. Wouldn't it be awesome if we just all hung out together and just shot the shit, you know, and then we talk snakes and then we talk life and then we talk snakes and then we talk life, you know, and then yeah, uh, yeah. it's just an awesome thing. So. Right. But um, you mentioned, you mentioned Zach Baez earlier. Um, yeah. And, you know, he, um, I know he's, I know he's got some, some fish tanks. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I think he still has frogs. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. but he's, he's gone out of, he, he, I don't think he keeps any, any snakes anymore. Um, nope. I'm pretty sure he doesn't keep any blue tongues anymore. Uh, nope. and nope. it was, it was so cool. The last carpet fest, uh, just to hang out now, now Zach and I, um, politically, we are <laughs> polar opposites, right? <laughs> and, and yes. we will we will debate harshly, like like brutal debates and debates right. on politics. But um, I saw you know. He, he was uh, in the hospital. You know, he doesn't know if it's something from from malaria from his Uganda trip um, or whatever. But but you know, he he just got sick this past week, yeah. um, and it's like you. I feel for him. Like man, I I hope I hope you're all right. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's something that you know that's and I think that's what you're talking about is is those yeah. relations and they, they transcend all those differences. Um, and, uh, and you, you build, you build these friendships, you build these relationships. Um, I know, you know, we have our differences, but you get, you get past them and, mm. you know, um, at, when it, what it boils down to is we all care about each other, you know, and we're all yeah. there for each other. Yeah. There's a there's a level of respect, you know. It's uh yeah, we don't sure. necessarily see eye to eye, but you know, I respect your uh view and um you know, this is why I don't think that or I do think this or yeah. whatever and you know. Um and that yeah. and that goes from from life and politics to husbandry. And sure. You know, mm-hmm. and husbandry and purity debates, you right. know? I yeah. mean, how heated do the purity debates on MP? <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah, dude. Man. Those were <laughs> fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, they I were. had no dogs in those fights. I didn't yeah. have any, and I'm like, wow, all right, let's see how this goes. Yeah. God, this was I mean, it was, it was, it was crazy. Um, but you could, you could have those debates, and I think like I was saying earlier, back then, uh, you really couldn't walk away. Um, True. You could, you could basically, you know, unless you were banned, you know, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> you could, you could pretty much get to a point where it's like, okay, we're talking in circles, we're not going to agree, you know, right. but whatever. Um, but there was no blocking, where you know, you couldn't, you couldn't do it. Um, Taking right. somebody out of the discussion just because you didn't like what they said, 
Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. There was only there. You know, there was a moderator that. I mean, you really had to be an asshole if you got banned. From yeah, I mean, you really forum. had to be a dick. <laughs> I mean, you really had to be <laughs> like masterful <Yeah>. poopsie. <laughs> oh, <you know. laughs> that's two times. That's twice now. Owen, don't do it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm good. Oh, well, here's a man. question for you guys. Here's a question for you guys. And I was thinking about this today, right? So I'm, I, you know, I like to keep notes on, you know, how I set babies Everything. up and stuff. Everything. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> um, my thinking was this: is like for now, for babies, I use paper. And mm. I've seen some other people use different stuff. I, I don't know. I, I think, I think Owen, you use paper too, right? I do. Yeah. Have you ever um, thought about changing that at all? Or Mike, what do you use? Yeah. Um, Paper? I for a long for a long time um, I was using paper towels because uh-huh. um, the bounty selector size uh, fits perfect for six quart Just fold them over and you're good, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, I've been using those for for years. Um, last se- uh, last season I didn't breed. Uh, my 2017 mm-hmm. season. Uh, I put everything on straight Aspen. Okay. Uh, okay. And um, straight Aspen, fresh water, I had no problems with their first shed at all. Mm, okay. Uh, and um, every it, they they did great. Uh, I had no problems at all. Uh, I still use Aspen on my smaller stuff. And okay. once they get to the CB70s, I use newspaper. Uh, CB70s and, and cages, uh, they get paper. Uh, everything smaller is Aspen. Um, that's what I'm using now. Uh, I've tried the hemp with my house snakes, and it's okay. I think it's a little too light and fluffy to where it just sticks to everything. That's the only that's thing I don't like about it. And yeah. Um, when it gets wet, uh, there was like visible fungus within less than a day. You nope. Know? Nope. And I was <laughs> no, like, holy cow. I said, yeah. Yeah, this isn't, you know. So uh, I guess the hemp, hemp's not going to be used anymore. Um, yeah. Um, I've, I've actually tried also um, damp sphagnum. And separating out males and females, I pop everything right out of the egg. Yeah, um, right. And males in one tub, females in the other, uh, until they shed. Uh, yep. I've I've tried doing that and separating them out as they shed out. Um, but uh, you know, I, I feel it's just as easy, or probably easier, to to put them on aspen right out of the egg. Um, and uh, I tried that experimentally in, in 17, and um, it it worked great. So I had no no issues at all. So I'm probably going to try that again this year and uh, see how that does. What made nice. you switch? Um, the, the thing that I didn't like about the paper towel is mm. um, I felt like it got too dry. And mm-hmm. when... When it did get wet, you're like, okay, I'm waiting for this shed, and the paper towel's damp. It's like, ah, so now there's a little bit of mold growing, so i got to change the paper towel. 
and get it wet again. Um, and going through, you changing it out a few times before the first set sometimes. Um, yeah. Which wasn't, I wasn't really crazy about that. I mean, um, for the mold to start growing, um, I was kind of concerned about what they were breathing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and when it dries, it's, it's dry. Uh, so I think, yeah. I think the Aspen, um, even though Aspen is a dry shaving, uh, mm-hmm. it can get slightly damp and it will, re- it, it seems to retain a little bit more humidity, um, than, than straight paper towels. Yeah. You know, so that's that's been my experience. Um so I'm going to try it again this year and, and see how that see how that goes. Um have you had that same problem with the with the just the straight paper or no? Uh, well, yeah. I use for for my things I actually go to um Wawa and I'll say Wawa cuz you guys will understand what I'm talking about. It's the listeners in Australia think I'm insane. <laughs> um I go to Wawa and I, exactly. Um, At the front of the Wawa, they have like the classifieds for like cars, trucks, and homes. And it's made out of like newspaper material. Um, I find that if you get those and tear them, it fits baby tubs perfectly. So it's like having newspaper and baby tubs. Um, Oh, cool. And it doesn't mold as quickly as say a paper towel will. I'm not sure if it's because it's less absorbent. But if I have a baby snake that maybe is going into a shed that I know might be a little dry, I can always just spray it down or upend their water bowl and they'll shed out before anything grows in there. Um, And that's what I use for my babies. Uh, I don't. And then, uh, of course, newspaper is for everybody from CB70 to cages to 32 quarts for everybody in my room, unless you're a weird species like the olive pythons are on cypress mulch mixed with sphagnum moss. So are the Timors. So are the white lips. So are the rough scales. Um, so are every single colubrid I have. It's just easier that way. Cause I, I find it, it's different for, for the Timors and the white lips. I kind of want a little bit more humidity in their cage um, for the colubrids. It's just because they crap so damn much that, I don't want to be changing paper every freaking day. So I'd rather mm-hmm. just have bedding in there. So that's really what I do. Um, and it works for everything. Uh, but I will find that the Cypress mixed with sphagnum maybe doesn't mold up that quickly either. So do do you guys have trouble with the carpets having their first shed of why you like spray them down or? Um, last, uh, a 2017 season, Mm-hmm. I didn't have any issues, um, mm-hmm. and the the only additional moisture I gave them uh, was, and I really didn't even give it. You know, if if a water bowl spilled a little bit, it spilled a little bit. If it didn't, it didn't. Um, right, right. So that that's the only bedding moisture that uh, that they experienced. Um, other than that, I mean, they they shed fine with or without it. Mm, uh, I gotcha. Had, I had no okay. issues. Yeah, it's very very rare that I've that I've had issues with with hatches shutting out. Yeah, nah, Nah, me neither. But yeah, the mold is. I'm just using like unprinted uh, newspaper, and I just Mm -hmm. notice like sometimes, yeah, it does. It molds up and it molds up too fast, and 
especially with the babies. I get, I don't know something about something about maybe you can answer this question because you're a jungle carpet guy. I don't <laughs> know what it is about jungle carpets, but like they're tubs, like especially with the babies, it's always like super humid. But when I go in there and look in the thing, it's not like the water spilled or anything. It's just like there's just like this extra humidity that I don't see with any other carpets. And it's not like they're soaking in their water bowl or anything. I don't know. It's just, you know, you get like that little bit of uh, dew that's on the front of the tub. Like, like, yeah, you I'm it. looking at it's, it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you guys know what I'm talking about. And I never could figure out why I get that. You know, I've seen it with other carpets, but mostly jungles is where I've seen that. Have you, have you noticed the same? Or <sighs> Um. I don't know. That's all I have right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yes, um, I. Yes. Yeah. The answer to that is yes. Um, I see yes. it. I see that with my albino jag, because she likes to sit on the rim of her water bowl. She doesn't mm-hmm. spill it or anything, but I think she gets her scales wet, and then right. it, it it like it, it causes more humidity in the cage. With her a lot. Plus, she's. I, but I, I'm convinced she's an albino jag. You know, her brain must not work that well anyway. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, I, I have. I don't think I've noticed a difference. I, I've noticed that also with some of my coastal stuff. You know, okay. when I when I kept coastal stuff. Um, but uh, I don't. I don't think I've noticed a, a real big difference. Uh, okay, but uh, you know, definitely when they, uh, I notice a lot of my a lot of my jungles, they tend to perch on the the side of the water bowl as well. Yeah, you know, and that moisture on their body, when they move around, they create a little extra humidity. Um, yeah. So, uh, and they're they probably spend a little bit more time perching and climbing than than coastals. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, Yeah, I I noticed yeah, as soon as I give them like the 16 like if they're in a 6 quart tub. This year I did something a little different. I tried like smaller a little bit smaller tubs. Um I don't even know what they are, but they're like not as tall as like a 6 quart tub, but probably like the, the fours, the same right? footprint. Something like that. And yeah. um they were pretty good. I don't know if I would use them again. Of course, I bought like a hundred of them. So <laughs> I have a hundred of these tubs. What am I going to do with giving them? Me, you keep giving me stuff yeah. in those tubs. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, here you go. I'm getting too you many get of them. I, you get I see tub. what you're doing you now. <laughs> Thank God all these tubs are gone. Um, like, Eric, well, why'd you give I, me a t-shirt and a tub? I know a guy. I know hmm. a guy that's probably going to be getting into some smaller colubrids. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I know guy. a guy that has about 400 of these tubs that uh, he will give away <laughs> as parting gifts at the Northeast Carpet Fest. There, there you go. go. Everybody get that tub. Party bags. But it's, yeah. um, Mike, I mean, as far as small collier birds, because, you know, I I think you kind of started me on this kick, this whole collier bird kick that I really got on by. I got the pine snakes from you mm-hmm. um and that really got me back into what i really liked about these kind of fringe nobody really cares about 
colubrid species. Um, and I picked up a, a, a pyro about a month ago and I've always been like interested by those pyros and that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's one of Jason's line and all this other crap. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've seen these things a million times and I'm so glad I got her, but like, is there anything small colubrid that you're like, you're that if you see it at a show, it's yours. Like, it, what are you hunting for? Um, well, I'm hunting for white sided black rats. Oh, I have those. Which aren't. I know you do, and I want them. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but but you're ignoring me. I no, I got you. You just gotta give me. They're they're not old enough yet. You know, give me time. But you're gonna be impatient. Old enough to sell to me. They are not. Oh, oh, (laughs) that's not happening. That's that's not happening. Oh. So yeah. Um. You know, uh, I'm look I'm looking for them. Um, I'm looking for for smaller colubrid stuff. Um, I'm thinking about the uh, the Metallus uh, house snakes. Um, yeah. they're they're just they're really cool. Uh, you know, I I think uh, um, I think I, all the house snakes, you know, are, are, are they're just neat species. Um, and even even behavior wise. Uh, it's kind of like a cross between a rough scale viper and a spotted python in their behavior. Yeah, cool. um, <laughs> so so there's I mean they're just circling and circling and circling and and taking shots at you while they're sitting in your palm and it's like ah oh, yeah you're you're cool and you want to kill me and you're <laughs> five inches long. Um, uh, adorable <laughs> you know um, as far as small small colubrids um, as f- when they're hatchlings I mean I've got you know the rhino rats uh, yep. the house snakes so I know if I'm going to be breeding them I'm going to need some small tubs um, true I'm looking I'm actually looking for like I said white sided black rats um, mm. I think I, I think I have a male that uh, is in the works. Uh, just waiting on pictures on on him. Um, but another thing that's uh, that's really tough to find um, that um that I've been been really wanting to pull the trigger on are uh, Kribos. Uh, oh. You know, and and the only thing that the only thing that's hard for me is, you know, everything that comes in my house, uh, I do at least a three- to six-month quarantine. Right. And there is no way I'm going to subject my wife to <laughs> an adult, wild-caught, yellow-tailed Crevo <laughs> in quarantine in our bedroom. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> there's no way I'll, I... There's no way. Uh, so... So I'm waiting on you want baby yellow you know, Kokoribo. Yeah. I, you know, if I can find, you know, <laughs> babies or you know, or maybe just yearling, um that it it's mine. You know, without was, a doubt. I was about to say there were a lot of yellow tail Karibo at um Hamburg. Yeah. I mean, a lot a lot, but I don't think anything was 
I think maybe the youngest might have been two, three maybe. Yeah. It was already pretty big by then, but, you know, that's funny. Um, so, I mean, there's – and, you know, Ryan Norris just sent me a, a message the other day, um, or I think it was yesterday. Uh, yeah. They're really, really nice Suriname now. Um, but like three or four years old and, yeah. you know, five, six foot. Um, and that's something that, you know, I, I can't, you know, just the quiet, just don't have the quarantine space for them. Um, yeah. So, uh, but, but those for sure, um, you know, I'm, the Mollendorf, I, you know, without a doubt, uh, but that's something that, you know, you know, I've got I've got a couple lines on them. Um and you know, we'll see what, what happens. Uh so I'm I'm definitely interested in them. Um it's just a matter of being able to find them. Right. Just trying to so. track down what you're interested in and you know, not try to pressure your friends into selling you their snakes. I mean I'm just saying uh <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, well, funny you say that. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, you know, because I, cause I, I do have a friend with those that, um, he's kind of like thinking about it, but not sure. You know, um, cause they're they're a beautiful snake. You know, and I know he wants to keep them. Um, and the last thing I want, you know, obviously I'm gonna pressure you. You know, but that's all in jest, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, so. just me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and that's, and that's another thing about, um, you know, talking about the community and, and phone calls is when you, when you start having those conversations, you can, um, you see, you, you think you know what people have when you, when you're looking on, online and when you see what they're posting and, you know, then it's like um, I had uh, Andy Middleton and, and Sean Ryan over um, before the uh, the November fishing trip that we took, uh, and they come in the snake room and, and they look and they're like, "You got monkey tails?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Crucia, yeah." yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh yeah, oh you didn't know yeah, that? Yeah, 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 I do." <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, just, just having that, having that contact, you know, um, uh, is, is, is cool. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy when I post up on Instagram and people are like, when the hell did you get this? I'm like, Oh, a while ago. I just, I just don't tell people what's going on over here. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's like that. It's if true. you want to know, just come by. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, just tell yeah. me when you're showing up. So Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, without a doubt, man. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to spring, and I'm looking forward to uh, the next year or two, and and new uh, new stuff on the horizon. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, um, man. are you gonna any plans to take Ocelot beyond Caramel? Or are you just gonna kind of dance around with caramel jags for caramel hypo. ocelots for a while, and then move to like hypo or exanthic or 
albino or something crazy? I mean, are you going to start going that route? Let me tell you something. This is yep. twice in one show that you pr- pronounced exanthic correctly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I retire. <laughs> it's like, you know, that's it. I'm done now. Um, you, know, you know what? Uh, it, to, to answer that question, um, I don't I don't know. Um, I, I really like to look at the caramel, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm not, I'm not so much in the morph game, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so for me, I, I've never been real excited about the Xanthics. Okay. Uh, I just, I haven't. Um, the Xanthic zebras, I kind of like. Okay. You know, um, uh-huh. but I've I've never been real excited about those. Uh, you know, for me, what turned me on with the carpets is a lot of the variability and that electric yellow. Uh, that's that's what really um, that that's what that's when I fell in love with the carpets. Um, is that and the black, like the straight black and white. Uh, that you see with with the ivory stuff, uh, and obviously the exanthic and, and the hypo is a little bit different. Mm. Um, so uh, I like the caramel ocelots. Uh, so I, I and I think for me, if if I didn't lose the one that I had already produced, mm. I don't know if I would have bought that. Caramel Jag to try and make another one, right? You know, um, you know. So for for me, uh, and yeah, I know there's so many combinations out there. There's so many new morphs um, that we're that we're seeing, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm staying staying more focused on. Um, on the passion, I, I got a little burnt out uh, yeah. with. Um, I was never really interested in the albino stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, you know when yeah, I, I finally got albinos because um, people we were asking all the time, "Are you working <laughs> with albinos? You working with albinos?" So I finally said, "All right." So you know, I got a I got a group of an albino and uh, an albino male 1.2 heads and you know I kept them for a few years uh, they came came in from South Africa so uh, yeah. by the time they got acclimated um, you know they were locking one year uh, never produced and I'm like you know I go in my, my room and you know I'm looking at all the I'm, I'm really excited about the black and yellow stuff mm-hmm. and the albino stuff and the, and, and, and the darwins like yeah they're cool you know um, but it was like, they're cool but I wasn't excited right uh, so I wound up you know selling them and the guy that bought them got two nice clutches <laughs> the year that I sold them <laughs> I'm like what a kick in the nuts <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know that crazy uh, Darwin I got, Owen? That really, really super reduced, really the normal bright, one, right? The normal, the Ted Albino yeah. male that I got from. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that that I believe is from that pairing that you're oh, talking about. Now, now you're just adding insult to injury. Oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, All when right. you see this, um, when you see this snake, I, yeah, it has yellow <laughs> on it. So, uh, well, <laughs> but no black. So without, they need to have both. Without, yeah. uh, no, it has without black. Men- without mentioning names, um, it was somebody a little out west. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I seen the snake. <laughs> this was yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh man! Don't worry. Yeah, I got you covered with the morph stuff. I got the you know the albino ocelot stuff going. Uh, Holy oh, crap! Yeah? I uh, yeah, I have that. Yeah, I, I produced them last there. year. Um, the hats. I, I did the hats. So I got the yeah. jags and the and the uh, yeah. So maybe how did next, how did the yeah. how did the ocelots look? You got some um, some good expression on them or what? It was Some. not as uh, like obviously the ones that I held back are probably you know have the most, but um, yeah, it's you know it's one of the it doesn't look anything like you know that generation that you you are at. Um, they need more stuff. Yeah, so crossing. I think yeah. I think my hope my hope is is that if it's like a poly you know polygenic trait that breeding sib to sib to make albinos when you when I produce that albino, eventually uh, it'll, it'll have, Pop. you know, that look. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, I think you should, I think that, you know, um, it, it, it definitely sip, sip to sip pairings. Um, I mean, it, it brings it out like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's no, cool. when you have, what do you have? A, I do. What did I, I gave you a, what a Jag, right? Yeah. Girl. Yeah. Okay. Which, 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 if uh, depending on how much room I have, I might be sending her back to you. Um, Oh, you know, fair enough. She's a holy terror, (laughs) and she's she's a holy terror, and she's eating medium rats. So you know, you're welcome. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I send it off to Owen. He raises it up. I bring it back. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, it depends on depends on space. It's like you know, I gotta, I gotta. Like the same thing Mm. with Mike was talking about. I'm looking at certain projects, and I'm like, I like it. They're cool, but I'm not thrilled and you know if right. i cut back yep. on the albinos i can get my brisbane coastals and that's you know that's what i want so yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah you know if, oh, I, yeah. I think i went through that that same sort of thing um last year and mm. i think i think what changed me and gave me that fire back was australia and um, oh god it's our normal <laughs> it's is, we're almost done with the show. Jesus we Christ, almost man. got through an entire episode without you mentioning I'm Australia. Te- <laughs> I'm trying to tell you what changed me. That changed me, man. That okay. had a All very right. huge impact on my life and how I keep and how I approach the hobby and everything, man. That's just like, I mean, you go, you know, I, I don't know how else to say it, but yeah. It, yeah, it did. No, I, I bet. Um, I bet that does not not surprise me one bit. Um, you know, I am, I've been dying to get there. Uh, you know, and it's obviously not in the cards right now, but 
Um, Mike's, Mike's job is to get to Tinley Park in, in an oh, October yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, man. That is your job. I, <laughs> I know. Oh, man. When are your children in college, all right? Because that's when we're going to have to be able to do it, all right? I know Christian's got to be close. So, you know, it, the other yeah. two, well, just bring them with. They'll be the life of the Tinley party. I mean, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can, dude, I can see them in a bar in Tinley. <laughs> At Bananas? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, you know. Uh, that's that's another thing. I've been I've been dying to make Tinley, uh, mm-hmm. and it's just been so. Tinley is usually the same week as my Montauk trip. Yeah, so I've been going to I've been going to Montauk for years, uh, and um, so it's so I have to kind of choose between addictions. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, that's difficult. Uh, yeah, it's. it's it ain't easy, man. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I've been I've been meaning to get out to Tinley. Um, every year I'm, I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is the year. Uh, you just get you, you want to get so much going on, um, and uh, your family's great, but mm-hmm. at the same time, um, there's trade-offs. You know, and right. I, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade it for anything, though, you know? Yeah. Um, right. So my goal is hopefully this October, definitely by next October, I'm there. Do next October because nice. we might not be going nice. this October. So do next October. Go next yeah. October. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm there, uh, you know, because – I just gotta gotta make up my mind. Like I gotta I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome. I mean it's so cool having hanging out with all everybody. It's just like these going to dinner used to be like me, Matt and like Matt Minatola and Eric. Like it was that one year it was like me, Rob, Matt Minatola, Eric. And now yeah. going to dinner has become we need to rent out half a restaurant. So right. it's like dear God. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. We, like, and this... we can't all sit next to each other because it's, it's like a it's huge so Game of Thrones packed. table that's like oh, God, know, 120 insane. feet long. <laughs> yep. Wow. It's yeah. nuts. Yeah. It's a good time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, it's a good time. Yeah. Oh. I, I think there's, there's so much stuff on my bucket list, man. Australia, um, you know, just, just hearing about that trip was fantastic. Um, well, let me ask this question. Know. Where would you want to go? Where would you want yeah. to, I mean, Australia is so big. Is there a specific spot that you would want to go? And what would you want to see? I mean, would you do, carpets, um, right? would you do fishing while you were there? Is that another thing now? Like, are you going to try to find a spot that can do herbs oh, man. and you can hunt a fish? I don't, that's like, like mixing two girlfriends together, <laughs> man. I don't do? know if you could do that. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think I could, I don't think I could do both. You know, um, you won't be able I, to do both. No, um, I I would probably try. <laughs> we're, but, we're walking down but, a trail and he's putting a lure in a puddle. He's like, "Hey, something might be in here." So it's like, <laughs> I would I would probably I'd, I'd probably say I'd, I'd want to go up around the Atherton Tablelands. You know, okay, yeah. Um, 
you know, uh, but it's so hard, you know. Dude, you're not going to see that, yellow and black in the Atherton table. Yeah, no, 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 I know I, know I won't. <laughs> no, I'm I know just I won't. messing. I'm just messing. Um, I mean, you, you might see some, but not, <laughs> yeah. not like yeah. what I got here. You know? No. <laughs> um, uh, but but I, I'd love... I'd, I'd love to hurt Australia. Um, I'd really love to go hurt Madagascar, you know. Oh, and yeah. Madagascar. Okay. Um, you know, the, just the amount of biodiversity on that yeah. little island mm-hmm. is insane. Um, but there's there's just so many so many so many places that I would that I would love to go. Um. Uh, the idea of, of hitting like the Solomon Islands um, and finding Carisha in in the wild. Uh, that you would know. be cool. Uh, Dude, I remember not, not... flying over like when you're flying, right? They have this that I talked about it before, but they have like a little map and it shows where the plane is going. And I just yeah. remember, like as you're flying to Australia, you pass over like those islands and you can kind of like mm-hmm. look and zoom in. And I literally had that same exact thought as I passed over those islands. Like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. We could just parachute out for a minute and just we, check out. The can we land for an hour? <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah. Let me do what I got to do, and then we can go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So right. much to see out there. Very cool. That's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. Without a doubt, man. You know, um, but. Uh, uh, I just I think uh, as I get older and the, and the kids get older and more independent, um, I start taking some trips. Yeah, and, you know, uh, it's it, it definitely definitely on the agenda. I think the, the wherever we would go, I think is a herper. Anywhere you can go to see wildlife, reptiles, whatever in the wild. Um, it just, I think it, it's, it sparks something in, in most people that really yeah. like gets you excited. You know, I mean, even you were talking about the pine barrens, even if you get even out there, would pine be barrens, awesome. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like wherever you go um, and just see snakes, reptiles, whatever, just doing what snakes do. I think it just gives you a different perspective and I don't know, at least for me, it just, it fired me up like big time. So yeah, so well, much to see. <laughs> I, I spent, I spent a lot of time, um, up around Wachung, New Jersey. I grew up in Middlesex County. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, I'd go mountain biking up the Wachung reservation and be on mountain biking and I'd stop and hit the, hit the creeks and just flip, flip rocks um, you know, just find salamanders and snakes. There's, you know, a lot of northern water snakes up there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, but once I moved down here um, to actually really, I, I don't have any any spots. Um, and my buddy that uh, that I plan on going out with this spring, he's like, man, he's like, I've got I got some really great spots that I just haven't been to in years and. You know, I need to get back into that. I'm like, dude, I'm dying to go. Let's do it. Um, right. So we're gonna we're gonna be doing that this spring. Uh, and nice. 
if you guys are interested in herping pine barrens, um, totally. You know, Hell yeah. We'll, we'll do some, a little bit of recon and, and, and we'll get out here and do it. Um, and there's, there's timbers out here too. Yeah. Uh, nice. <laughs> I so know. want to see and one it, of them, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. dude, and it, you know what? I've seen, you know, I've had friends that have shown me pictures like, oh, hey, you know, and it's not, not snake friends, not, not reptile friends. Um, oh, dude, look at this rattlesnake my buddy saw on the Pine Barrens. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, they're out like riding quads and just like stumbling over, you know, timber rattlesnakes. Um, oh, right. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> um, but, and I mean, uh, Scott and Valerie come down. Um, every, you know, every summer, um, we come down and do some shark fishing. Um, we okay. shark fish right off, right off the beach, uh, which right. is a blast. And, awesome. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I don't know if you saw pictures from last, last summer, uh, you know, one of the roads, like, I mean, it's right a minute from my house, uh, you see all the diamondback terrapins, and they're all just cruising on the road, crossing from no. one side to the other, you know, because you're going wow. right through the, you know, right through the marsh. Um, right. Big long road that cuts right down, and I think we found, kind of found like eight of them, nine of them that one night. Jesus. Um, and so, and we didn't catch any sharks that night, but hmm. we found a bunch of turtles, and. Um, it, it's just, it's so cool. You can stand on a bridge and, um, there's one bridge down there that we, uh, will run a generator and spotlight the water and the bait fish will come up to the lights and then the game fish will chase the bait and, you know, we'll fish right from the bridge and you'll see these, these cow nose rays in this creek that, I mean, they've got, a seven foot wingspan, eight foot wingspan. That's so cool. And you see him just gliding through the water, and you see these diamondback terrapins just cruising around in the water. Uh, you know, you, you'll you'll be able to from the bridge. You'll watch between those and the fish and the the sharks and dogfish and terrapins. You can see it all right from the bridge as the lights are shining down on the water. It's, it's incredible to watch, you know? Um, hmm. so, That's so cool. uh, you guys, anytime you want to come, man. Definitely. I'm yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah totally, I'm Hell totally yeah. down. It's so cool. So, and that's, as we call it the turtle road. Um, and you know, since, since my boys can walk, uh, we, that's what we do, you know, a summer night, and they're bored, you know, hey, you want to go look for turtles? And we'll we'll just take a cruise, and we'll, let's see who can find one first. And we'll be cruising down the road, and, you know, see him, get out, take some pictures, you know, help it across the road, uh, which, you know, and that, that's nothing. We, you know, teaching kids early. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, because um, that's... That's when I got the bug. I mean, just being being little and finding reptiles. 
you're yeah, you're, you're 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 starting the next generation. <laughs> the, we'll oh, be yeah. the old timers, and they'll be the new kids. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> be like yelling at Mike's kid. You <laughs> <laughs> done in my day, you. <laughs> yeah, you nearly, you nearly died in my backyard, you. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's done. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah dude. No, dude, that'd be awesome. I would love to do that kind of stuff. So, absolutely, yeah, man. We'll do it this summer, man. Um, so, awesome. Speaking of which, uh, we got to talk later on. Yes, yeah, I know. I know. I got you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yep. the Monday, right? Monday is what yeah, you guys are yeah. talking about. Yep. Yeah, I should yep, be Monday. good. Yeah. I got off work, so I'm good. Cool. So I'm definitely going this time too. So it'll be the both of us. It'll be carpet fest on the ocean with the curtains. Um, oh, you'll have to make sure that we come back alive. So <laughs> oh, we'll come back alive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Um, Eric, it's important. Um, yes. You need you need to bring a bunch of bananas. Okay. You know, uh, on the boat and and not tell Mike until we're on the ocean that you brought bananas because uh, he tends to freak out a little bit. But do that. Don't don't bring bananas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't don't I'm bring not gonna, bananas. Out of respect for you, Mike, I will not bring bananas. You're Usually when that. Owen's telling me to do something, I do the yeah, opposite. Yeah, do the opposite. <laughs> Always do the opposite. I'm well, not a whatever nice he tells me to yeah. do, I do the opposite. I literally <laughs> saw Mike freak out and throw a bunch of bananas off a boat, and I'm like, "What the hell was that about?" And he's like, "You don't bring bananas <laughs> on a boat." I'm like, "Oh, okay. that wasn't that wasn't even me." I, I know. I brought the. I I totally forgot. I brought the bananas. Yeah. I brought yeah. the bananas. I'm like, how do I forget this this stuff? Right. Yeah. No no bananas, no white lighters, and no sunflower seeds. There we go. Those okay. are the only rules. Fair enough. <laughs> right. those, those are the rules. Done. Cool. All right. Uh, awesome. Cool. Jesus. Well, All right. it's been totally cool talking with you. I mean, love yeah, it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was great, man. Um, good time, good time catching up. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, if any of the the older guys are listening. Get on, get on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, man. Put up, put up some stuff that, you know, we got to be teaching. Yeah. You know, without without yeah. a doubt. Um. So the more the more we educate, the better. Hundred percent. Yeah. Cool. But but awesome, right. dude, and we'll catch you. I guess uh, I'll I'll probably see you at a white plane sometime before, but next time I think we'll see you. See you will be uh, carpet fest. You know, the whole brood, yeah. I assume. So yeah, yeah, cool it should be. Uh, I'm dude, I'm looking forward to it. I'm so excited to hear about uh, um, hear about Southeast Carpet Fest. Uh, you know, and and the roundtable they did on on Nido. Um, yeah. So, so incredible. It's just a lot of good information, you know. Yeah, that um, was really cool. That was really cool. So, and I'm I'm very excited to see what kind of what comes out of the research. Yeah. Yeah. Very very excited indeed. So, sure are you do. doing? You going to be doing another Nido episode anytime soon? Uh, 
boss man? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. I guess as more information probably comes out, we probably would. Um, okay. According to uh, Cody, um, the the last one we did with Cody and Pia and the uh, the two vets um, was probably the most up to date information. Um, okay. That they have so. Um, okay, cool. I wanted to try to get him on without talking about Nido because it seems like every every episode he go, or every podcast he goes on. He's a on really cool talking. venomous collection. Yeah. I oh mean, my god. Oh, yeah. Dude. Gorgeous. Let me tell you, Mike. His I, I said this before, but like, if you would have seen his collection, I mean, he's another level, man. It's it's just unbelievable. It, dude, I have I have heard unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I I saw some pictures, and it's it's one of those things like, and, and you know, pictures don't do justice, right? You know, um, because like, just see, just just from what I saw, like, man, I, and and speaking of like, you know, my wife telling me to buy this two thousand dollars snake, um, <laughs> when it came time for. For Southeast Carpet Fest, you know, I I really wanted to go, and she's like, why don't why don't you just go? You know, how much are hotels? And I'm like, well, I'd bring a tent, you know, right? So I can stay there. I said, but it just it just wasn't in the cards. Yeah, you know, yeah. but but she's she's so supportive. Um, it's really awesome. Uh, but seeing some of those pictures, yes, man, yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of beautiful hearts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, well, maybe he'll host it again, and uh, next year they'll, you know. Yeah, it'd be cool. They'll be, they'll be there doing it again, but. You know. Yeah, cool stuff for sure. For sure. Made me feel like Thank a chump. I'm like, wow, this is this is chump territory when people come into <laughs> my shit. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I better up the game, man. I got to up the game. Uh, but. Yeah, but cool stuff. Yeah, that's for sure. that's a dangerous game to play. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, yeah. I don't even I I don't even mean as far as the venomous stuff. I just mean like oh me neither. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, just the upping I'm talking of the about keep, keep, yeah. keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, <laughs> up in the cage, Anthony. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. I'm probably I too old for that shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, you and me both, man. Yeah, no doubt. God. So, cool. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Hey, great Always talking. Blast, um, Owen, Love let it. me know yep. when I can pick up those black rats. Um, um in <laughs> about two to about two years, I'll I will give you a pair of babies. Okay. Uh, but now uh, you have to wait. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, that's your punishment. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know oh, it is. <laughs> Cool, All right, guys. All right, we'll, man. We'll talk to you soon. Yep. Right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, Mike's a cool e- guy, man. An evening with Mike. He Kurt. wants those black rats. Uh, yeah, he wants dude, those black rats. You know, dead. it's funny. You post up. I, dude, I got them on a whim at like a Haberder Grace because I thought they were cool. And since they've grown up and like they uh-huh. really started getting that white color, I posted pictures of them on Instagram. Like, Melissa... 
from from the ground up. She wants them. Mike Curtin wants them. I'm like, dear God, like get away from so, my snakes. <laughs> here's a question: Since you're the Kaluber yeah. guy, and I'm not really a Kaluber guy, but I often hear uh, Justin talk about um, the Baird's rats. Do you have those? Yeah. Do you work with those? No. No, no, but they're on my list of things that I might ah, want to. Because, like, okay. right now, right now, and you know how much this hurts me. I have a lone female pyro, and I hate having lone animals. <laughs> like, I hate, yes, I know. I, I know it. how it and hurts then, your soul. And then you, 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 you did what you, what you did to me this weekend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take me so goddamn long. But anyway, um, but it's. It, it, it's like I want to start getting other pairs of stuff, and I'm like, you know, I'm looking at Therai, I'm looking at, uh, you know, Gray Bands. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, Bears Rat Snakes. I'm thinking about even just some speckled uh, King Snakes, you know, or Florida Kings. It's all this different kind of stuff. It, it's those, those are definitely on my list of stuff to consider. So if the right opportunity were to show up, I'd totally be down. But mm-hmm. the main thing is I got to pair the pyro. And then I don't want to do any more snake buying until after Australia. So, very good. There you go. Thank you. Right. Okay. Right. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. So uh, I will be on um, uh, the Herp the Culture podcast this Thursday. Um, oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I'm going on there to uh, probably talk about IJs and stuff like that. Um, but. Yeah. Uh, should be cool. So check me out there. Um, and this Sunday we're gonna have an uh, off episode uh, where ah, we're gonna crap. be talking That's to this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking to the reptile and chill guys. Uh, so that should be uh, should be fun. Um, so uh, wait, that, and this is an NPR episode on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so does that and that and you already told me that does not mean I get Tuesday off. That's correct. You have the following <laughs> Tuesday off. Or maybe it's Uh-oh, the following. Oh, wait. Yeah. It's the following following Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, right. you have that. I'm my birth- <laughs> You're going to leave me with Rob on my birthday, man. You're leaving me I, high and dry. Which, I no see way, how it is. That's what you want. That's what you want. All right? That's no, my gift to no. you. I go oh. away and you get to play with Rob. You know, that's... <laughs> I see how it works. Yeah, exactly. But we have we, – Rob – May have gotten, I'm not going to say who it is, but there's a good chance that we may have the ultimate, I mean, the ultimate, would you, you agree? You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. That, that is the ultimate guest. Oh, so he's going to do that one? Oh, good, good. Because I would feel like a total asshole. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, damn it. No, no, I'm not saying that. (laughs) I'm saying that, you know. Oh, great. So I have to do it. Okay. He was talking to the guy and, yeah. it, you know. Yeah, 90% so. sure. Good. I'll vomit yeah. later. Okay. Yeah. So. Dude, how cool will that be? Oh, that man. will be. That would be freaking awesome. Again, everybody's going to be, be like, the, who the hell are they talking about? <laughs> it's going to be what – well, that – Sorry, you're not uh you're you're not in the inner 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 circle of NPR. Yes. Sorry guys. <laughs> yeah. But it yeah, I it's one of those shows that you and I don't feel like we're at all qualified to be talking to this person, but somehow we are. So yeah, it's yeah. like that. It's one of those episodes. I'll feel it's a little red light more genetic comfortable table again. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll feel a little more comfortable with with him than I would with say no. 
No, don't uh, say. <laughs> yeah, some other yeah, stuff. But that, anyway, yeah. So we're working uh, on some cool, some cool stuff. Um, uh, for sure. Um, all right. Yeah, and uh, next week we don't have ironed out yet, so stay tuned for that. Um, but <laughs> as far as uh, I'm not really going to promote the uh, website all too much because I'm trying to re- redo that. Um, so so everyone ignore that. the website. Yeah, but you can follow us on Facebook, pay our Facebook page and Instagram, Murray Python Radio. Now that we're on there, still trying to figure out like how the hell do you post stuff without. It's so much easier. You can share shit on Facebook, yeah. but you can't really do that as well on Instagram. But well, you can link the Instagram and the Facebook account so that everything pops up at once. Have Riley show you how to do it, okay? <laughs> so it's... No, but see, you have to post to Instagram and then it shares to your Facebook. You can't do it right. the opposite. Yeah, so it's kind of a pain. I don't know. Maybe right? No, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, just send us an email at info at moraypythonradio.com or reach out on um, – did he just tell – yeah, see? Right. <laughs> see? Right. I was yeah. right. See? All right, yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, and then uh, what else? What else? Uh, I know I'm forgetting something. Shit, there was something uh, I had to mention. Oh, did you get your Morelia shirt? Yes, I did. Dude, they're fucking cool. They're I got really the green cool. one with the black print. I'm I'm happy I went with that route. So uh, I got that like six of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Um, yeah. So that will probably be that's the last T-shirt we're gonna do for a little bit. The next one will obviously be focused around um, the Northeast Carpet Fest. But then right. after that, I really want to get a T-shirt out with the new logo. So yeah, yeah. Look for that probably around fall so and then i'm trying to work out to get an actual merchandise store opened up for you guys to get some of the uh npr merch that we've kind of had available over the years uh mm-hmm. may even go to like to do like classic logo t-shirts or some shit and uh mm-hmm. you know other stuff so we'll see what's up uh i'm working on that and i'll let you guys know as we uh get further along so yeah yeah. And then uh, for me, EB Morelia, uh, just go to my website, ebmorelia.com.net. Either one, take it the same place. Uh, yeah, and that's all I got. Cool. Uh, what I got is you can go to rogue-reptiles.com, check out everything that's going on there. The website's still under construction, but the for sale page is up to date. Um, as far as shows, I will not be attending the March Tinley Park, but my animals will be. Uh, so if you want to get anything delivered to uh, March Tinley, just let me know. We can always arrange that. Uh, as far as Facebook, you can go on Facebook, look up Rogue Reptiles, and give us a like over there. Also, uh, we have the Instagram, which is my last name, McIntyre, M-C-I-N-T-Y-R-E-O-J. You can go over there and uh, give us a like there and follow everything we got going over there. Um, yeah. That's it. So what we'll say is thank you, everybody, for listening. And we're going to catch everybody back here next week. Oh, crap. We're going to catch everybody back here Sunday for some more um, Morelia Python Radio. Good night. <laughs>